0: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. I'm the general manager and Josh Proffitt, our service director. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. Beautiful Saturday out there in k Land, right, as I used to say. Yes, yes, it is. It's Larry yes, Hatterberg is. brought that up here. I think about I'm think not sure about that.
1: I think it's uh, going to be a little bit windier later on for sure. Though. Is it really? I'm calling for uh, pretty pretty substantial winds later on today. So. That's we'll see what nice. happens see what happens right mm-hmm. all
0: right hey it's a call-in show 316-462-3673 anything angler car tires brakes batteries whatever it might be new products anything in the racing world had a lot of excitement i guess last night down at humboldt for the hum, uh, world of outlaws maybe nick balma can give us a call in and give us an update on everything kind of went down there and uh that standpoint so 316-462-3673 that number is our front desk just tell me when to get passed into the podcast with your question you get a great price package as always josh what's in that package
1: so we're going to mail it out to you but it's going to consist of the works which is an oil change and tire rotation we use motorcraft oil and filter products here at mill hamilton ford uh, while we're performing that we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle checking over the brakes tires steering suspension all the safety related stuff on the vehicle just making sure that it's Ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the Big Corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil and then a can of 44K for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So all right, 316-462-3673. That's
0: the number to dial up, and uh, we're going to get Nick Roberts in here. We're getting an update on what's going on at Kansas International Dragway with their uh, next race coming up. So let's get Nick patched through here, and uh, we'll get an update with all that stuff too. So anyway, uh, we'll see what's happening at Kansas International Drag. I know they've got a big Halloween race coming up, so we'll get all the specifics there, what's going on with Nick, and everything else for that part for the drag racing side of this coin. Nick, you're live under the hood. Go ahead.
2: Hey, guys, how's it going?
0: A beautiful Saturday, man.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Hey, anyway, just get everybody up to date on what's happening with your big race next weekend and uh, times, places, what's happening, payouts, who's racing, who's not, who's having fun, and everything else. What's happening?
2: Okay, so, yeah, we have a, an awesome, fun-packed weekend planned, or Saturday planned for next Saturday. Uh, gates are going to open at 4 p.m. It's uh, Spectators are just $10 a carload carload and
3: there's
2: carload yep Is that so, a bus? pack as many people as you can yeah if you got a bus you got an rv <laughs> pack as many people as you can cool uh so we got all kinds of fun things for the kids so we get uh one of the biggest bounce houses i think i've ever seen in my life coming uh we got costume contests not only for adults and kids
0: uh, oh, costume contest hold on whoa 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 costume contest
3: huh oh <laughs> yeah
0: what are you dressing up as I don't know if I could participate. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be too still, Yeah, you don't have to participate. You still dress up
3: though. Yeah.
0: Wild wild rest or something, I don't know.
3: Yeah. No, <laughs> anyway, anyways, but, uh, sorry to interrupt
2: there's there. there. There's a there's a $500 prize for adults um and then I think uh right now I think there's a couple hundred dollar prize for kids plus some other little uh, toys and stuff for that. Um there's obviously every year we do the kids' power wheels race, and that, that gets bigger and bigger. We've got two classes for kids to race power wheels, so 16 volt and under, and then unlimited. So but some of the parents go all out for these kids to uh, to race. So it's kind of crazy to see what they've built and what they've done and how fast some of these little electric power wheels can be.
1: Anybody added a nitrous button to one of them yet?
2: Uh, I've seen car batteries and all kinds of stuff put in on a before and in series and all kinds of stuff. So it gets pretty funny. <laughs> okay. So that's something you cannot participate in. Oh, uh, right?
3: no, no. <laughs> Uh,
2: and, and then, then we're class. We should- our- yeah. yeah. I don't think I could fit one. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe worth a shot. There Then we have our car show and trunk or treat. So uh, we have three car show prizes that will be given out Uh, best, best in show car, best in show motorcycle, and then best Halloween scene. Last year we had a few guys that dressed their whole car up as something as spooky and then had all kinds of, uh, setups and displays around the car and made it feel like Halloween, you know? So we got a prize for that. Uh, we got tons of door prizes for them and then everyone that's participating in the car show, uh, is doing the trunk or treat. So you bring candy for the kids and the kids will go around car to car and get candy. Um, also got uh, tons of businesses that have decided to set up booths, um, and they're going to give out candy to the kids and then business information to the adults kind of as a community, um, uh business building exercise i guess be the way to say it
1: yeah very cool and then uh, um how about on the racing side on the racing side
2: of things uh so we have a big junior dragster race so any kids that race junior dragsters get in for free uh, and they're racing for 250 dollars and then we have our small tire heads up class um so I think there's almost almost at the right at a thousand dollars in sponsorship money put on top of that, plus the uh, the uh, entry fee for that goes in the pot. So if the car counts where it normally is, it could be you know five to ten grand, pretty easy. Um, we have a daily driver class. It uh, has an extensive amount of rules to try to keep uh, race cars out. to Be more of your just fun daily driver cars. And then we have two different index classes. So if you run 580 index in the eighth or 650 index in the eighth, um, there's a seventy percent payback on those classes too. All kinds of fun and exciting you, stuff. Yep, and if you just want to test and tune, that's available too for twenty bucks. So you can come out and have fun, and bring your kids out, bring your family out, and see all kinds of stuff. Okay, so that's next Saturday, Kansas International Dragway. Yep. Gates
0: open at four. Car load 10 bucks just yep. to get in. And then uh, the test and tune just cost you 20 bucks. What's it cost to race the other classes that you get into?
2: Like the power wheels. Uh, you, you
0: don't charge the kids to race the power wheels, do you? Or do you?
2: Nope, nope, nope. Kids don't get, uh, kids absolutely are no charge to race power wheels. And then, of course, every year we've been able to give every kid that's participated some prize. Um, I know, you know Mel Hamilton does a lot. Miller's Towing has done a lot. So we've got piles and piles of toys. Um, and then, you know, first place, second place picks the prizes that they want first, and then it goes all the way down. And and every year we've been able to give every single kid that's participated something pretty cool. So it's a, it's just a fun time for the kids, and that that's absolutely no cost. And then the, the Heads Up Small Tire class, um, that is a $100 buy-in. The daily driver class is $75 buy-in, and then both your index classes are also a $75 buy-in.
0: What if you go out? Can you buy back in? you let them buy back in?
2: So the index classes, you can. Uh, the the heads-up classes, typically, no. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Well, cool. So next Saturday, 4 o'clock gates open. Car loads are full. Or full. God, I can't spit that out. Car loads. Full cost 10 bucks to get in, so get your buses ready and your RVs ready, I guess. <laughs> yep, and uh, go out to Kansas International Dragway and have some fun.
2: So, if the gates open at four,
0: what time are you starting the first car down the track, Nick?
2: So, the actual racing of the track, we're going to kind of have to watch. See, uh, it looks like we're going to be okay for next weekend, but we've kind of got a window where we may have to start the actual racing part of it a little earlier, depending on what the temperature looks like. but. I'm hoping if, if we keep it on schedule the way it is now, it will be 4 p.m. and they will be going, first rounds of testing will be starting about 4.30. Okay, cool. Cool. So agree. if you want to wanna, wanna race or if you're interested in racing, just keep watching the Facebook event. And that way, if the weather looks like maybe it's going to get cooler earlier, we may have to move the racing part earlier to miss the, cool weather because it's hard to maintain the track and then the moisture kind of comes in too when, when the temperature drops like that, the dew does, and then it makes it really a slick, dangerous situation.
0: Exactly. Well, I wonder if uh, Mr. Regner is going to have time to get our Mustang back together by Saturday. What do you think, Josh?
1: We were working on it uh, you know, the other day again uh, going after it, so I don't know. We'll
0: have to see. We'll have to see how close we are. What do you think, Nick? Think we can put it together and go do a little test or not? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to we might have to go bribe Mr. Regner, stay a few <laughs> little extras later in the evening or something to put that car back together and cause we need to go see where that thing's going to go. For those of you who don't know, we, uh, on our 21 Mustang, the videos will be coming out on YouTube for the hunt for horsepower and we kind of hurt the old car, which, uh, I still don't know if we really found the weak point is what I don't know. And I don't think we did. No, nope. nope.
4: I don't I think, think we, we just
0: had a fluke accident. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think what you're saying there for now that we see what happened to the piston and stuff, I think the ring. Uh, clearance was too tight, couldn't breathe and it just overextended that piston and burn it up. Uh, but that's still, I don't, I just couldn't stand to go spend another stock motor for what it costs versus this updated motor a little bit to keep the car moving forward and everything else like that From that standpoint too. So, uh, we'll just have to, uh, see what happens. Get to put it together and go again. Right. Yep. So anyway. Nick, thanks for calling in and uh, good luck next Saturday night. Let's make sure that we've got everything together that you need from Mel Hamilton Ford racing to help you out there. And, uh, I got to look at my calendar, see what I'm going to be able to come out there next Saturday or not. That's the 29th, right? So so that might be depending on what that temperature might be. That might have to be a deal. Maybe the 500 comes back out again for another night. I don't know. We'll just have to see.
4: There you go. There
0: we go. So, All right, Nick. Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for all the updates. Good luck at Kansas International Dragway next Saturday. Gates open at 4. Hopefully, racing starts around 4.30. All kinds of fun things for the kids. And uh, what about candy for the kids? Do you have any trick-or-treats or or anything
2: going on after a just costume contest? So, yeah, all all the businesses will be handing out candy, and then all the car show guys will be handing out candy. So, there'll be lots and lots of free candy for the kids.
0: There you go. All right. Sounds great. All right, Kansas International Dragway next Saturday, 4 o'clock, racing 4.30. Bring your power wheels for your kids and have some fun carloads 10 bucks and let's make it happen. Yep. All right, Nick, thanks for calling in, buddy. Have a great weekend and uh, talk to you soon, buddy. No problem. You too. Bye. All right. Dilbert all right, good morning. And James Furman. Good morning. Thanks for watching. And 462 three, one, six, four, six, two, three, six, seven, three, uh, anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, whatever it might be. Love to hear from you and answer any questions it might be and give you away a great price package value over 130 bucks. Three, one, six, four, six, two, three six seven three so anyway josh what else has been happening in the shop anything exciting there whatever and
1: you know we get to excuse me we get to this time of year and uh uh nitrogen is something that we haven't talked about in a long time and seen this week particularly seem to have uh, got the opportunity to, to uh work on a lot of low tire lights. You know, you get the fluctuation in temperature. I mean, earlier this week, it was pretty chilly. I think the first part of next week is supposed to be pretty chilly as well, but then you get in the weekend and it's 80, 81, 82 degrees uh, from that side. And so, uh, you know, it's been a, been a little while since we've talked about the benefits of nitrogen and, and what all that has to offer um, out there. And, you know, you get a lot of, uh, a lot of people that I think still don't necessarily even understand what it is or what it does or how it works and have concerns of well if i have nitrogen in my tires then i can't you know if i have an issue or a problem then i gotta (laughs) worry about sourcing it or finding it somewhere to to get it corrected um you know from that side of things and so i thought maybe today we could talk a little bit about about nitrogen what all it does for you
0: yeah so let's just kind of go through nitrogen and everything else too and you know nice is has uh, been
1: used a lot in nascar it's been used in the aviation area Leo. for years uh I mean, there's a lot of plants that uh, that run nitrogen or nitrogen generators if they're on pneumatic type equipment, uh, just because of the benefits of of it being a drier air, uh, you know, and better for the better for the machinery for sure.
0: So, and you read Delbert oh, it's mine. I got it on the front screen there. Ready's mine. Just type in and say, let's talk about prior pressures of nitrogen. Get your minds think alike. <laughs> so, very true. Go. But uh, you know, seventy six percent of what we breathe is nitrogen. And we're converting that nitrogen to, we want 96%. There's a lot of machines out there only get you to 93. That extra 3% makes a huge difference, especially with a. when you really think about that percentage, what really is 3% and that sort of thing too. Uh, but the, a lot of things nitrogen does is just, it's a, uh, every tire, even with nitrogen, there's still seeping air. But nitrogen slows that process down so it doesn't leak out as fast. And number two, it just doesn't get affected by the temperature change like compressed air does, uh, from these, like you said, 80 degrees and down to like, I think
1: we're in the twenties earlier this week. Weren't yeah. We? Yeah. It was, uh, I think 29, one of the, one of the days, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, I think it was Tuesday, but, uh, anyways, with, with nitrogen and you can even see it. I mean, it doesn't necessarily even have to be, uh, an extreme temperature change, uh, from that point of it. I mean, you could just have a resting tire, uh, if you have a lot of the newer cars now have individual tire pressures that you can monitor on each wheel, and so if you were going on a extended trip or a longer trip, and and you were watching that tire pressure from rest, uh, one that's sat overnight, and you watch the tire pressures on that thing as you were driving, uh, a tire will increase three, four, five psi, uh, depending upon what your what the air the set air pressure is, and in, in in the tire uh just driving down the road from the heat that's generated by uh by driving that driving that tire on the pavement uh it's worse uh the lower that tire gets the the more temperature that builds up in that tire and then the more pressure exchange there is and i don't you we just don't have very many blowouts anymore Tires a, don't yeah, fail the, like the tires are manufactured very well. Um, you know, with the advancements in obviously the manufacturing processes and and things like that. But then, just the advancements on the on the equipment, as far as being able to mount, but then balance that tire and to to load force that tire. Um, you know, you can a lot of times detect a bad tire long before it's ever even has an issue just just in the mounting and balancing process and so it's uh when a tire gets low then it overheats the tire and basically it's the temperature is what what the problem is Uh, but it's caused due to the tire being low
0: yeah and everybody thinks they had a blowout which technically when the tire gets that low and the heat builds yes the sidewalls can't take it and uh that's when it does give out it doesn't really blow out because there's no really hard air left in it to blow out yeah Uh, years ago they would blow out because of the the way that manufacturers had made tires and everything else like that but they've changed how they've done that too but uh, uh, i see it a lot driving down the highways and stuff like that just people pulled over with a flat tire and it's it's not a blowout it's just they let it go low or i'll see people driving with low tires yeah and uh, i know that car's got a tire pressure monitoring system on it and they, i don't know if they're just ignoring it or it doesn't you know i'm sure they're
1: ignoring it or it had been on for for quite a while or or something like that uh as well you know it means something when that tire light's on uh for sure and you know that's uh that's called an indicator <laughs> you know the car's not going to jump up and say hey uh yeah. this tire's low uh, yeah, so. exactly. The other thing
0: we kind of left out of there too, Josh, is nitrogen. When it goes through our process of making it to the 96%, uh, it's a very dry air yeah, and it gets the condensation out of the tire. And I know that's, that's a long-term effect, but that condensation will damage and rust the steel belts that's in the tires and that sort of thing too. Of course, we use a lot of nitrogen here just in our
1: our For two equipment. Equipment. Yeah, For
0: equipment. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much better for the equipment and everything else. too even though we have dryers and everything on our compressed airs, running through the shop and stuff, but we do pump a lot of nitrogen through our, our equipment to to better long live those uh, equipment stuff too. But uh, the other myths, like you should first start out with Josh, is so I'm running down the road and then and my tire light does come on or I get a low tire because it's still going to happen with nitrogen. It's just not going to happen as fast. It is okay to pump normal compressed air into that, and that is kind of the biggest thing people I think, like you said earlier, are scared about. Yeah. How do I? What do I do? Well. You, It's not going to hurt anything because remember 76% of what you're putting in is still nitrogen. Uh, But then you just need to get your air pumped up where it needs to be. Uh, And then when you come back to us, let us know that, hey, I did put some compressed air in it. We'll go back and recycle the tires and get you back up to those uh, 96% air uh, on those
1: tires. So benefits for having it in there obviously is a consistent pressure. Uh, that's not going to fluctuate with temperature change. And in doing that, if a tire is not growing or decreasing in pressure, the, the contact patch or the wear patch. So where the tires actually meet in the road, uh, it's going to, it's going to stay more consistent. So then your tire is going to last longer, uh, over the life of the tire, but then also, you know, fuel economy, if you don't have a lower tire, you're, you know, you're not going to, um, uh consume more fuel to push that tire down the road because the contact patches increased or vice versa, you know, being overinflated and having too much tire wear uh, or ir- irregular tire wear. And so, you know, over the life of a tire, it's a huge savings or can be a huge savings, uh the benefits of nitrogen by the time you figure fuel consumption and and wear wear on the tire um it's I mean it is a great advantage to have it in there. Uh, for sure. And if you want to just check it out, just go to
0: getnitrogen.org. You can plug in how many miles you drive, how much your tire costs, and how much a gallon of fuel is, which can going drastically change it today with the price of fuel. Uh, and it'll calculate your savings per year because of knowing that your temperatures, I mean, the pressure's right, the fuel economy's right, the tread treadwear's getting the best wear pattern it can, and it'll calculate up there. And there's anywhere from 100 to $200 a year your savings in that, just for just having nitrogen in your tires. So a uh, great thing and uh, like i said it's just evolved over to where now there's so much more it's supply and demand thing kind of a thing where the machines they're still ex- very expensive don't get me wrong yeah but they're more reasonable now that uh, it makes more sense to have those nice machines and we've got one in each store and, and then we got the big generator down there at, at quicklane that generates all the uh, nitrogen for our equipment stuff too so anyway 316-462-3673 love to hear from you and answer any questions you might have and uh, got any questions about nitrogen or something we've left out Love to hear from you. You get a great price package by over hundred thirty bucks for each and every caller calling in today. So, uh, anyway, real quick, Josh, as we wait on maybe some callers come in, we always kind of get jabbing on here and we forget to talk about our sponsors a little bit we need to talk about those guys that help us very well and that's bg products and uh josh you kind of had a little contest or something with bg and Uh, competed against another store and
1: and uh that sort of thing so what happened there so we had a a competition between us and a, a store in kansas city uh up there and you know bg uh the the competition was uh uh, between each store and who could, uh, sell the most BG products, uh, from that side of things. And so we had beat the store in Kansas city, but the prize was BG would come in and provide breakfast. And so they were doing that this morning down at the quick lane. And so those guys were, uh, very happy for that. Uh, especially as, uh, cause, they got a blackstone grill and brought it in, and they're making uh, sausage and hash browns and eggs, and that was all uh, kind of in the shop there, and the aromas were going everywhere, and uh, you know it's uh, never a bad day when uh, when you got. Eggs and uh sausage. Some and cooking for you right cooking, right? Uh, <laughs> so I was uh down there kind of helping out a little bit and getting on the the tail end of it. But uh they uh they definitely had uh, everybody's interest. <laughs> there you go. Mr.
0: Sheridan, what breakfast? I'm on my way. What are you home? Sleeping, Sheridan or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah come on. Got work to do here, buddy. <laughs> So anyway, yes, uh, BG Products, I mean, a great partnership we have with those guys. I mean, they come and get our cars to do testing and everything else all the time. Uh, again, I've told this many times, 1986, 87, somewhere there when I was cleaning injectors with their 44K through the fuel rails and stuff and and everything else. But they've evolved and they keep evolving. And uh, I can't get over the, the the shop they have over there to do the the. the, the
1: Research and development
0: and all that kind of stuff. And then the plant over in El Dorado and everything else too. But they ship these products all over the world. And uh, it's fun when they bring these guys in from overseas and different places that uh, run on their products and want to see our shop and stuff. So it's kind of fun on that and uh, and then that part. But I uh, just love what BG Part does for you. And I will tell you that everything that they make is something that will... Better serve your car to make it run longer, more miles, everything else like that. But I'll promise you one thing, that there is nobody in the manufacturing world that's going to put it in their owner's manual that you need to stop. Because the owner's manuals are your minimum requirements to keep that car going. And again, the the manufacturers don't care about you after you get out of the warning period because they want to sell you parts and they want to sell you another car. Uh, so if you want to take and protect your investment stuff, I promise you everything that we put in there I recommend for you. And again, driving habits. Josh's driving habits are different than mine, and I'm, mine's different than yours. Uh, you need to build a plan that's going to maintain your car correctly. And what you do, depending on where you're, a lot of highway miles,
1: or you're in town miles, or, or you're just, towing. Yeah, use a vehicle. What your uh, what your intended use of the vehicle is for, for sure, makes a huge difference on the maintenance that you got to do with it.
0: And Rex Trigger, BG products help you do a good burnout. Oh yeah, we could probably put something on that tire, <laughs> make a lot more smoke. <laughs> that's for sure. So that is no doubt about that and uh from that part so uh bg products great partnership and uh, just love their guys and the, the guys over there that come in pick their cars up and then all the guys in the in the corporate office and everything else too and uh, great partnership with those guys and everything else too from that part so anyway big corner creative uh, jesse has a great crew over there and uh, if you don't know much about big corner creative those guys slogan is just Google us. so Google big corner creative you'll see everything they do there uh, those guys are a full-fledged advertising company that takes care of your business for anything you need advertising wise a web page design vehicle wraps window wraps uh, direct mail if you want to get into traditional marketing with radio and TVs and that sort of thing we have our, they have their own production staff down there that produces all the videos all the TV all the radio everything else from that part and uh Jesse's just got a great crew down. Oh, tit and windows or tinted windows yeah. and everything else too, uh, from that standpoint too. So a lot of things are at Big Corner Creative, and like I said, like those guys say, just ghoulish. Anyway, uh, the other thing is is go to rent. Uh, we're trying to build that fleet back up with you know how inventory levels are and stuff, and our fleet over there is about half of what uh, it normally is over there for for Stan and, and and the rental side. And you know, just the other day I had some people say I didn't know you rented vans. Yeah, we have. You know, that's a
1: huge market uh, for us, for sure. There's not a whole lot of places uh, around uh, to be able to get those uh, larger vans. And, you know, there's a lot of churches and schools and uh, Boy Scouts. I mean, I can think of all sorts of different reasons or that that we uh, rent those vans out. And there's typically always always uh, several of them coming and going. And then uh, the other side of it, you know, we do a lot of customization on the vans to make them work and fit everybody's needs as far as seat removals and things like that uh, to, to get get you accommodated yep exactly so and then uh
0: stan's gotta we put in a few expeditions and that sort of thing too we put in some other cars too to help with explorers and that sort of thing so if you're the holidays are coming you need something bigger to get to grandma's house or need a little more room or whatever i'd be getting on the schedule with stan and getting your getting your appointment put in there and have uh your appointment ready to go and so you got something ready to go for the holidays so you know what those things the Holidays are going to be here for we know it That's it's crazy sure.
1: Yep, it's crazy
0: so Anyway, 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you. Anything, alien in your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything whatsoever, and you get the great price package for one hundred thirty bucks. So anyway, let's have a little trivia. What about that? Have a little trivia. Okay. Little what trivia? Uh, I. We can. Uh,
1: what did you drive home last night? Or did I drive home last night? I yeah. drove home at well, Larry. No, no. What are they? They 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 got a guess. Oh, they got a <laughs> guess what I drove home. You already gave it away. So. Not well, really. Not really. No. Not really. Yeah. Not really. I guess you can you can tell I was gonna ask you how it was anyway. So, well, okay. I'm driving a.
0: We got our second, what we call courtesy transportation, uh, lightning F150, and this one is a Lariat. It is a small. It's a normal battery, not the small battery, but it is a smaller battery than the extended battery. I've uh, been playing with it a little bit. I've got about 150 miles on it so far. Uh, the uh, charge point is about when it charges 100%. It's right about 210 mile range. But what I will tell you what I have figured out is the highway miles. It does drop off a little faster, but if you're driving in town, I can almost maintain that mileage and keep it there because yeah. of the regeneration of brakes and all that kind of stuff. I'm still playing on the, on the dash, the big screen, it's gotten everything, trying to figure everything out and get everything adjusted the way I want and that sort of thing too. But, uh, about 210 miles is what it tops out on the battery. Uh, and, uh, but you know, if I get on the highway and it's about two for one on the highway for that mileage, but in town, I'm telling you, it stays about right there where it needs to be. But again, I'm trying to get the mileage to sure. It. I need to, maybe I need to stop trying to do that and kind of see what it does and everything else. Like is, I know when I see the stoplight, I'm letting off. I'm, and it's got a brake coach in there telling you how to break, how you braked, and what you did. So you, I'm learning how to break better and everything else too. It's even got a history button over there that'll go back through and
1: rate you what which you You'll get a, score. Get a yeah. score it blows me away uh when you step into and I, I mean this is all the way back from i can think of the first uh kind of hybrid fusions or whatever that we had but you just walking up to the vehicle your mindset changes on it or being in the vehicle and seeing the display on it you're you know i'm Yeah. Uh, Fuel efficiency or mileage is never a thought on my mind (laughs) getting into a vehicle, but you get in one of those vehicles and you're, it's almost uh, like a video game of how good can I do? You know? Uh, So anyway, let's hear some questions about what your
0: thoughts are, what your feelings are about your electric cars. Uh, I've got a lot of opinions myself. I've listened to Ford quite a bit, done a lot of reading and research and stuff, different things, talked to a lot of different people about what we think about what's going on with electric cars and stuff. Love to hear your opinions. What do you think is the future of electric cars? What do you think how fast we're going to evolve into electric cars? And what do you think the negatives are? Because there's a lot of negatives out there running around and everything else, too. I think there's a lot of unknowns yet. I don't think we really know exactly what's going to happen to us in the next year, the next two years, next five years from that part. I do believe it's gonna be a growing deal. I don't think it's gonna be as a fast of a growing thing as these manufacturers really think it is because of infrastructure, parts, availability, batteries, that kind of thing. But uh, hey, 316-462-3673, love to hear from you on what your thoughts are about going to electric cars. Uh, how you feel about it and everything else like that too. But I will tell you the internal c- combustion engines are not going away. Uh-uh. Uh when we were there at Ford this year for the for the Ford new car show, they announced four new internal
1: combustion Product engines.
0: Yep. I mean it yep. can't I mean I get what's happened with the manufacturers, they're having a, the government's put these tight cafe ratings and they've got to build these electric cars to keep these cafe ratings. I wish the government would relax on that just a little bit. Cause that's another th- side of this coin is what's it doing to our environment, making the batteries and the charge, points, just the and all manufacturing
1: that. process of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So Ford has kind of come out with these criteria of what we need to have, what we need to have available for our customers and that sort of thing. And I'm still blown away because I've told a lot of Ford employees already is they want us to have a customer facing DC charger out front, a fast charger out there, very expensive to, uh, charger it's the most expensive one you can have it's charge series three or charge three whatever it is that you want to call that but it's a very expensive in my opinion and you can let's hear you would you like to come to the dealership and charge your car or would you rather charge your car at your house that's another trivia question 316-462-3673 love to hear from you from that part my opinion is i I want to charge my car at home
1: well and so the other side of that is when you're saying the dc fast chargers i mean you're talking about charging a car in. 15 minutes yeah. you know roughly uh, around there and from the from the current or the the amount of voltage that it takes i'm not sure that it's uh that's not necessarily capable for every uh residential environment to, ha- to have that type of power uh you know so what that would do to a charging grid you know i'm not sure well that's that's a whole not that's a yeah. whole nother debate there uh-huh. too on that side of the coin uh, and this is something that's definitely going to evolve, you know, over time, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Uh, and then I also think too, just geographically our location of where we're at versus, you know, some of the more, uh, states that are, uh, I guess, stricter on the emissions control and, and, you know, things like that. I, I definitely think that it's going to be a, a bigger thing there for sure. Uh, yeah. You- They've got a larger percentage of the fully electric vehicles that were produced already uh, going to those states. So um, from a mechanical side of things, you know, I... It, it's still a machine they're still moving parts yep. they're still moving components it's still gonna you know we're missing an oil it,
0: change in yeah. transmission services what we're right. missing with these cars it's
1: it's still gonna break There's still gonna need be a need from the service side of things i definitely think it's gonna change the you know change change the service industry but there's still a need for it it's not going away yep. by any means well um, and who knows
0: really whether this is true or not, th- you know, and think about it, it probably is true. When you're braking and it's using that genera- g- regeneration braking, it's wearing the tires just as hard as it is as you're accelerating. As you're
1: accelerating. So yeah. I think the tires are going to wear out quicker on an electric car. Sure. Uh, from that part. Well, and then I think also on the to speak to the tires a little bit is, uh, you know, if you think about it, you have, there's no internal combustion engine, there's no transmission. So you don't have those components making any type of, noise and so the manufacturers are putting softer compound tread tires on these vehicles just for my ride and comfort and noise standard you know and so yeah I, I fully believe that they're gonna and then the other side of it is that i'm sure they're building the tires as light as they can for weight purposes and so what that does uh i, I definitely think you're gonna end up going through tires a heck of a lot faster on uh, on these ev side of things i mean we've even the dismounted some tires previously and they actually f- put a foam band in the inside of the tire. It's uh adhered to the to the inside of the tire on the rubber portion of it and it's to absorb noise yeah. to make it quieter. Uh, and I will t- the
0: cabin that, that Larry is quiet. Yeah. There's hardly any noise in that thing. There's no wind noise. There's no nothing. Uh, so I gotta turn the radio up a little louder and I don't know <laughs> what I'm too to uh, do. But anyway, the, uh, the, there's a lot of requirements Ford's making us. And, yes, we did sign up to be an EV dealer. It is an option. There's two levels of options. There one, you can just participate in service but not sell. And there's the other one we can, in the top of what they call them the elite, which is what we signed up for. And they're giving us a year to basically get to the compliance of all this. Of course, we're working hard on it already with our electrical company, ESI and Dave Doffenbach and those guys to get us a uh, – a, uh, set up and get going and getting ready for that. We got most of the tools already that we need to have. I'm pretty sure and everything else too. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're giving us a year to do that. There is no promise of what production numbers are going to give us for 23. I do have some numbers for 24 and 25, uh, with their prom that they're predicting they can give us for units, but it's not a big number, everybody. It's not a huge number of how many they're going to build from that standpoint. got,
3: big number everybody it's not a huge
0: number delbert you're live with under the hood go ahead well good
4: morning gentlemen how are we doing today doing great (laughs) you good wonderful well you know we're that's kind of a controversial subject with that electric cars these days
0: isn't it (laughs) you know it is it is it is controversial it's uh everywhere i go i get the same questions and what my opinions of it are and it's amazing what i hear from other people that's why i kind of wanted to hear from everybody else today what their thoughts are on electric and what their opinions are that positive or negative uh, so what's your take well, on it so I, far? Mine, well
4: mine has changed i mean initially i was excited uh let's go all electric and then you know as more information comes out and you learn more about what these cars can and can't do and the situation with the electrical grid and everything you go well Maybe electric isn't the way to go for most people. Maybe hybrid is a better way to go for now. And then later on, as the electrical grid gets better and people can do more things at their house and all that stuff, and maybe electric could be a better
3: option at that point. But right now, it's just, to my opinion, it's just not a great option.
0: You know, and I'm with you on a, on a
3: lot of that. <laughs> I was excited too.
0: about the lighting too, by the way.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's cool to drive.
0: Don't kid yourself. But... uh you know, if you want to go to Kansas City and that thing, it's going to be a little rough to figure that one. You're going to plan your trip a lot better than what you would normally do to go to Kansas City or whatever. If you want to go to Denver or wherever you want to go on that truck, but uh, I'm with you. The 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 uh, I wish we'd have worked more into a hybrid deal and then worked more into the electric kind of side of the things. But I think every manufacturer wanted to be first to the game and try to be see what they could do and get the marketing side of that thing going. Uh, but I do think I think we're in a lot of trouble with. Uh, uh, the grids and i'm gonna t- here's another example that i'll give you for and this is living proof of what happened is a dealer got his requirements went to the energy company to say hey this is what i need at my dealership for more electric to bring in to run these to do the electric cars and that electric company they laughed that, at him. yeah they laughed. you know what they told him to go do they said we can't get it we can't give you the power you need They told him to go buy a generator and put a generator in. and okay. So that makes sense. We're going to go buy a generator and run diesel fuel so we can apply enough electric current to charge these electric cars. And that's a bonafide, that dealer, I talked to that dealer. I won't tell you who it is. It's not local. It's out of state, but that electric company could not provide him enough power and told him to go buy a generator. And plug that in. Now, that makes sense. Let's go buy a bunch of diesel fuel so we can charge these electric cars. it's <laughs> crazy. And honestly, so, you know,
4: if you are going to try to drive your vehicle, the best one to do, to have for electric vehicles to drive across country would be a an F one fifty Lightning or something similar to that, because you could put that portable generator with some gasoline in the trunk and or trunk, and have it there for if you needed to charge your vehicle overnight or something. It's very true.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's exactly. that,
4: just one of the options, but still, you know, for the cost of a generator and some fuel, you'll have more of a of a range, if you will, to get where you're going.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Totally get that too. So uh, I think we got a long way to go before, you know, the, some of these states have announced, you know, by 2035, all this kind of thing. Well, you know what? No one can build a super duty battery yet that's going to be complyable yeah. for a super duty for these construction companies and that sort of thing, too. There's just no way it can happen. Now, Rex Strigo brings up here hydrogen fuel cells uh i think that's uh, there's there's been a lot of working on fuel cells on hydrogen clear back in early 2000 ford was working on those i know other manufacturers are too why they haven't involved as much i don't know i don't know what they haven't studied enough on a hydrogen to see where that's at either but there's no way they can put electric battery big enough in a super duty to to take care of a guy on a for a day working on a construction site and stuff too so uh or hauling loads or you know yeah just can't happen
4: well that's let's go back in history even further when uh, I believe it was Honda in the early 80s also had their first 50 mile per gallon vehicle and the EPA said no you can't do that because well federal government whoever said no you can't do that because uh, we're not going to be selling a lot of fuel and making fuel and people are going to go out of business
0: yeah so, and I'm gonna go another step with that too what happens to all the fuel sales when we start getting electric for all the road tax to pay for our roads where's that come from then where's that where's that tax going well, to yeah, go to these things are much heavier than regular vehicles, so
3: Yeah.
4: And you know, when you and then when you talk about tire, tires are you gonna know, wear out faster unless they build bigger tires or thicker or whatever the case may be, stronger tires, there you go. Yeah. To uh maintain all that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I think we're on a ways to To get to electric and a lot more. Yeah, I do think, but it's going to take longer than what I think everybody thinks. I don't think it's going to be an overnight deal. And I think it's going to take a lot more technology to get the batteries to get the range that people really need and want and the charge times to get down more or less. And, you know, from that standpoint. But uh, I think if you take the average driver that drives, say, 40 miles a day and can plug into a 220 outlet in their garage, I think it's going to be perfect for them. But if someone wants to drive yeah, to City or drive to Denver or drive to Dallas or whatever, uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, you know, when I race out at Hayes, out there at Hayes, out on I-70, I mean, the, the, the Walmart, the old Chicago, all those places have chargers there. But I didn't see anybody setting there charging either. That's the other thing. I never – there's nobody in them yet. Yeah. So that's the whole thing you, you got to, to – If you're going to sit there for 45 minutes or whatever, I guess you can plan to have lunch while you're sitting there all Chicago to finish on going into Denver or whatever it might be. Uh, But we got to get the range longer. we got to get the charge times down. And there's got to be a huge infrastructure. And it's not just – that's what I'm frustrated with Ford is making us put a DC charger out front for customer facing. To have that, that's the biggest expense there is in being an EV dealer. And why we need that right now, I don't know. Yeah, up. I I think they're just putting
4: out their things to try and, uh, you know, um, make their tax rating better or better lack of how it should be stated. But now they get tax breaks for doing certain things. And I think that's one of those that they may possibly get a tax break
0: for to uh, help them in there. Oh yeah, non-payment of taxes so to speak <laughs> yeah there's still a lot of a lot of things that got to get adjusted and changed i think on that standpoint uh, i just don't think that there's any way any manufacturer can take and tell anybody yet that they can go 100 electric at any point in time i just don't think it can happen uh yet can it happen in the future possibly but i just don't know anybody can take 100 and say hey here's where we're headed now, i think lincoln is really driving that way and i bet cadillac's driving that way but i think a lot of that They're not thinking about these cross-country trips that a lot of people like to take in their Lincolns and their Cadillacs and things like that and the big SUVs to go – For somebody who lives around here in Kansas wants to go to Colorado to go skiing. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Not yet, anyway. going to have to come up with have a trailer to pull a battery <laughs> behind you or something from that part. You know, Greg Murray says, i range arranging my power boost is 700 miles plus on 30 miles to the gallon. I can't fill up faster than the kids can take a potty break. <laughs> Get back in the
1: truck. Let's go. <laughs> it's
0: very true, Greg. But uh, I do think there is a future in electric. I don't think we need to have it shoved down our throat as fast as we're getting it shoved down our throats right now. I think we need to gradually work into this situation and gradually work into uh, the, the culture change we're going to have to get into. But shoving this down our throats and making sure that we have to have all these things, I don't agree with it. But you know what? If That's what Ford wants for us to be a Ford dealer. we got to go after this pro, uh, pr- program and still be in this business for all of our young families and everybody we have here at this dealership we already signed up and we're one of the few dealers. I'm going to tell you that signed up in our area to be a hundred percent EV dealer, but, uh, we're going to jump on it. We're going to go, we're going to, we always try to stay on the cutting edge here at Milhom Ford. We try to give our employees the best we can, but, uh, and every opportunity we have to make a, make, uh, their life livelihood, but, uh, bring on the electric cars, but I'm telling you, we got a long way to go. Yeah. And excuse me, the, um, you know how is
4: Ford doing that? They're gonna make you have three different businesses now, or is it two businesses? Or how's that gonna work in the future?
0: Uh, you know, the, basically, what you know, you've got your standard Ford dealers to be selling ICE vehicles, and then you have to sign up to be an EV dealer. And there's two levels of that. There's a, I'll just throw some numbers at it. They want you to spend five hundred thousand dollars to put in their charging stations, their structure, all that kind of thing, and you might get twenty-five cars to sell per year. That's it. If you become the elite dealer, you're going to spend $1.2 million uh, dollars to get your store up to date. And then the performer. just I'll throw some numbers out and just tell you, my performer for 24 is 130 cars is what they're going to give me for the model year 24. And it's like 300 in model t- year 25. And, uh, you know, to pay back $1.2 million is going to be a lot, but I hope everything that we've done around here, cause we've already got six of the 80 amp charger set in here working that those ought to get applied to us. I just still don't understand why we got to have a customer facing. It's almost 80 grand to have a, a customer facing payable fast charger sitting in front of the store. I just don't know that the customers until there's enough cars out running around, uh, for, for people driving through but I just don't think people want to come to the dealership to charge your car. I think they want to charge it at their house. They want to come to the dealership, get it service, but I don't think they want to come and charge at the dealership. I don't. My opinion. Well, I'd come just to say hi to you guys. Well, there you go.
4: (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I mean, seriously though, I mean, it's, it's a good thing, but it's not such a good thing because now you got to have a parking area for that to happen. So you got to set up a side place and, The way businesses are put together today, they weren't designed for that kind of thing. So now you got to make a new area for your EV charging port. And like you said, the cost to put it in and the cost to maintain it is it. And even though it's a pay as you charge, it's still not going to pay for itself in any time, any quick amount of time, just like having your electrical electric dealership. You know, it's just not going to pay for itself very quickly. And the return on investment, you know, unless they get some pretty dang good incentives from the federal government. There's just no way most Ford dealerships can handle it. I know there's like six or eight dealerships here close by an Oklahoma city dealer area. And some of these guys are just barely making it as it is. And they're not gonna be able to do that.
0: Well, <laughs> no, it's a tough deal to do. I'm telling you it is, but, uh, yeah, I just, time <laughs> will tell. I think Ford's going to have to pull back some of their strings they've put so tight on us and everything else from that standpoint to get this going. And uh, it's like I was talking to my Ford rep the other day about these EV chargers and how many they want us to have. And all I think I said, you know what, until you can supply me with enough cars in the ground that I can have tens or cars in stock, then make me start trying to have to have all these requirements that you want to have and everything else too. So anyway, sorry, we got another call. Didn't know we had it hanging out there either too.
4: Nope, go but, for uh, it. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.
0: Appreciate your comments, Delbert. As always, thanks for calling in the show. And uh, we're going to go get Dan on the phone. He's been hanging there hanging for a while. So sorry about that, Dan. Delbert, again, thank you enough for calling in. And appreciate your comments and everything all about the electric stuff. All right, guys.
4: We'll talk to you soon.
0: See Bye. you, buddy. Forgot about Dan hanging there. We got all <laughs> fit to be tied on this electric cars and what's going on and what's happening and everything else, too. So hope Dan is still hanging on tight there and everything else, too.
3: Uh, forgot him hanging there. But... Uh, Dan, you're live with under the hood. Go ahead. Yes. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions on, on the power grid. Do you think that'll handle these new uh vehicles long term? And also, um if you were like first of traveling up four hundred miles a day, how are they gonna charge? I mean uh, that yeah. took a long, long time to do that. In well, California, so, yeah. you can't even have a gas lawnmower anymore, they said.
1: Yeah, and so that's where these DC fast chargers come into play is because you're able to get, I don't know, what is it, 85% of the charge in about 15 minutes. I mean, depending upon the size of the battery and stuff like that, but essentially the the DC fast chargers would replace like a fuel station. And so you'd be able to get the get the battery recharged in a reasonable amount of time uh, from from that side. And, you know, from a consumer standpoint, the average driver uh, on a day to day operation, the full tank would do everything you needed to, to do and you'd be able to just charge it from home. But when you're talking about people traveling long distances or states away, that's where, you know, that's where the DC fast chargers will have to come in or take place so that you're not sitting on the side of the road for, you know, hours on end. to Yeah, like to I do help all
3: their service work. And they, they haven't gone electric yet, but when they do, they travel a lot in one day, a couple of the guys do, Yeah, delivering oxygen or whatever. And I just wondered how that would work out for companies
0: like that. Yeah. And, and is the grid there? No, the grid's not there. They, they can't handle the grid. The grid's not there. These electric companies got to do so much to change and adjust. And even Greg Murray said, there's no way it's no, they're not ready for
3: any mass volumes. Like Texas this going- too. Also Texas, you know, got a problem too with, you know, power. Yep.
0: Well, let's go down to the, the hurricane that just hit, uh, Florida. What would all those people do yeah. if that was 100% electric down there when they're out of power? for Oh, that'd be Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I don't that's think that storms. They, everybody's thought, everybody wants to move this way, but we're moving way too fast. Too fast. Or, exactly. Too fast and everything else from that standpoint until we can prove what's going to happen. Not if you heard earlier than Stote Dan, where a dealer, I talked to him just this week, and in his state, that he went to the electric company and they can't provide enough current get into his store to provide what Ford says he needs to have. And they told him to go buy a generator and put a generator out there so, so he can provide the electricity. That makes good sense. Let's buy diesel fuel. And yeah. but those generators only last yeah. so long.
3: They wear out all yeah. of them do. Yeah. You run them too too continuously, you know? Yeah.
0: So I think there's a lot of things still got to get worked out and everything else too. And I'm still,
3: the, like, yeah, they're just trying to push it so fast. And, and if you're charging it at home, even if you get the beefed up charger, it takes quite a while, doesn't it, to charge your battery up at home. Well, it also depends. Let's, let's
0: take our Mach-E. You can, that Mach-E will only accept a 40 amp charge. Uh, so that's going to take about 12 hours. If you let it go all the way dead, about probably 12 hours, I'm going to guess the charge of Mach-E. Now an F-150, it can take 80, 80 amps, but now I got to correct myself. I think that the 80 amp was only the extended battery. I don't think it's the standard battery you can take the yeah, 80 amps the to that. To, that so. uh, from that part. So it can charge all night and be, be ready to go. Uh, I've only let the, the, the one I'm driving now, I let it get down to about, uh, oh, uh, 50% or whatever. And out here during the day, charge up, you know, come back and get in and it's a hundred percent charged. Uh, but I'm on an yeah, but people circuit. Like a lot of
3: people are run on the road until like they do on, we low on gas, which I never do that. <laughs> if they run too low and run out, are yeah. they, they're in trouble on the highway, aren't they? Very much yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Cause you can't just plug in and charge up when it gets too low. Right. No. And I will tell you the technologists in
0: these cars, like, for example, we have a, if you get in a Mach-E and say, hey, I want to drive to Denver and it'll, right, it'll give you the map and it'll tell you how hey, you can drive to Salina, but then you're going to set there for so many minutes or an hour and whatever minutes to charge you to get you to Hayes, or you can drive on to Hayes, but then you're going to set longer at Hayes than what you would have to get you then into Denver. So it does get you a plan. So I guess you just got to plan what you're going to do it, at each yeah. town when you stop and what you're going to do. Uh, for that time frame to charge,
3: uh, I need to, i like say you have a sick, uh, family member or something or emergency emergency, you go to Colorado. This isn't, this is going to take a lot longer. Yeah.
0: So the ice vehicles are still going to hang around for a while. I'm promising you that. And, uh, I think the other thing we need to look is when these manufacturers come out and say they're going to be hundred percent electric through. Twenty thirty five or whatever it is, I, I think there's a little yeah. Twenty thirty five, California says you have to be. Yeah, I think there's got to be an asterisk in. I wonder what the Super Duty guys are going to do a twenty twenty thirty five in California. <laughs> how they're going to do construction work? How that's
3: going to happen? I well, look f- how far you drive in California just to go out to eat. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, let alone if you work, you know, two hours away, or you know,
1: or sit in traffic for two hours. Or exactly. So. There, there's a point.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, you can sit for a long time in traffic, even in Dallas. You know, here's my, my
0: thing right now, what I think should happen. If you, you need to have in your garage, if you have two cars, you're going to need, if you have a hundred percent electric car to get you to run around in town, do your different things. And you got you an ice vehicle sitting over here for when you want to take off and run to Wichita, or you want to run to Kansas city or Denver whatever. So you'll have an electric car in your garage. You'll have an ice car in your garage is what I really think we're where we need to head, and that ICE car needs to be the one that just does your short trips and everything else like that and gets you to and from where you need to go. And there's a stat out there, I don't know if it's still true today, but the stat was the average consumer drives 42 miles a day. So technically, a a 220-amp circuit in your house charging an electric car would be just fine to charge it up every day. Uh, but long right. trips, don't know. Unless you want to take a long week to go to Denver or wherever you want to go. Yeah, if you have the out. time,
3: you know, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, or you want to go on a big vacation, you know? Yeah, Yep. Like you're, go to Oregon or something. You're going to have to plan that out for. It'd be years. a long plan. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. if but do the... you think they'll ever tell us we can't have her get gas for old cars and stuff? Nah, I still think yeah. I don't know how they can. I don't know how they can. I, because gonna... a lot of people in California have their their old Camaros and Mustangs, and
0: you know yeah. they're not going to get rid
3: of those. Some of them are already fifty years old now, and they
1: they want to keep them. Oh yeah. I agree. What are you going to say, Josh? Well, I just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, they're going to, i not in my, not I don't know. i not in our lifetime. I don't think at all. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Now we'll tell you that, you know, and, some of the electric stuff, like that,
0: the, the Mach-E GT, man, that thing is quick. I mean, it is fast. It's powerful. Everything else like that too. But again, 200 mile range. <laughs> even the lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's something I haven't done that lately, yet. I haven't put. I've just been driving around trying to see how range I can get. I need to go put that thing in sport mode and see how it
3: really see,
1: is. See what it does there. Yeah, I
3: bet
0: that electricity drops real fast. What do you bet?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like my truck, the new one I have. Are they going to continue to build those? Oh yeah, the F one fifty. I mean, Dan, the, the first year I mean, I I'm talking about the you know where the, the power boost,
0: real gas, yes. right. yeah, yeah,
3: power, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and I, I was driving a used one for a while, the twenty one, driving around town. When I drive a regular EcoBoost, I get about 15, 16. And I'm getting 20 miles a gallon with the high with the, with a power boost, uh, I think that is a great alternative right now is that, and that's what we should have been doing. My opinion, we should have been pushing these power boosts and these hybrids getting everybody kind of used to it, get, let the electric company start working on their grids and let everybody start working on the charge stations and all that kind of. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Good.
3: Slowly. Delbert all
0: illegal gas comes, <laughs> comes to mind. <laughs> bootlegging gas instead of liquor like my dad used to do <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah exactly so and also, i want to add it too i need to get a couple questions i need to get keith bronco serviced okay he got a really good job at hutch hospital did and he? so he no longer works so, yeah so he don't be traveling you know that much miles but he is definitely need an oil change it's okay over. We'll get you on the hutch Flip list. It over. <laughs> we'll
0: get you on the hutch list and get that thing over here and get her serviced up for you too.
3: And do you know when uh, his new Bronco? I guesstimation about. I think where to, he told me. I don't remember. I'll have to go look and see. Be, what things. month would you guess that? Probably. Uh, be Dan, right now
0: it's hard. I have to look at this stuff every day, and everything's adjusting and changing dates and everything else. And a lot of it is, I just think that you know the suppliers are still having a hard time getting forward the parts they need to build these vehicles and. Uh, the other day, a guy got an email from Ford, said his truck's going to get delivered. I go pull it up. It's on a chip hold, uh, setting up in Dearborn and, uh, it's just, it's frustrating right now. It's just hard to tell where these things are at. So I need to go look and see where it's at, buddy. Any idea on Mike's call off Uh, truck? his truck is actually in production. Just checked him this week. So his is in production. Okay. I just hope I it doesn't. talk to him for about a week. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't go through production and go up on a chip holds when I'm, I'm yeah. I hope it doesn't do that, but it is in production. Right. <laughs> yeah like yours did, yeah but it was okay. I really like
3: the truck. I really do. They are it's, great it's trucks. Great. yeah oh, they really are. Oh yeah, exactly.
0: Is production Wait, are getting better
3: Say again Is production getting
0: better? It's a little bit better. I'm seeing a little bit of light of the tunnel, but uh, the the 90 day window that I'm looking at looks a little bit better, but it's still not good. I mean it's not uh, it's not yeah. where I think we need to be. I think we're Ford's still producing about thirty percent of what we need to be producing. Uh, for what our demand is and everything else from that that part, but uh, it's just a well. Split. One
3: thing good about is you guys have a lot of repair work to do, and you guys do a real good job at that too. Josh is awesome. Yeah, we sure try. We, yeah, hard, sure,
1: you. sure, give it a sure yeah. give it a go. That's for <laughs> that's sure. Exactly right. Yeah,
3: everybody I talk to is very happy, and I send a lot of stuff over there too. Yeah, we don't that we don't do. So yeah. Yeah. Well, well, appreciate we appreciate that too. Whatever you need help with, Dan, you know
0: we're always here to help you, buddy. Well, you always are. Yeah, well, we'll get keys I'll let on the deal. Go and good talking to you. You bet. Thanks for calling in and appreciate all your comments, buddy. All righty. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 All right. Well, some great calls there. Great stuff on the trivia of the electric cars. We'll continue that yep. next week. So, yep. anyway, time's running out of show. Josh, anything else you got to talk about? Anything else you need to go about? What's going on in the shop or anything at all?
1: Yeah, if uh you know, if uh, we're starting to get to that time of year where tires are. Uh, more on people's mind with uh, inclement weather coming up and stuff like that and so uh, if you're questioning about that uh, just bring it in run it across one of the service drives have one of our service consultants take a look at it and uh, be more than happy to make sure that you're ready to go for the months ahead so Old man, winter's coming. Yeah. Can't stand it. Hate it with a passion, but you know how to look
0: at it. A couple more months after that, mm-hmm. guess what's coming. Springtime's coming, and here we go. you so. don't like what you see, you just got to keep <laughs> looking further ahead. I'll be go. So. <laughs> exactly. So, Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for the great comments and the great calls and comments coming through. As always, we're greatly appreciated. Everybody, thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you all next Saturday.